0: Hi, I'm Pastor Jason Shirley. I'm the associate pastor here in Word of Life Church in Carlsbad, New Mexico, and I want to thank you for joining us today online. I want you to go right now before we get started and download our app. You can download it from the Apple App Store or from the Google Play Store by simply searching Word of Life Carlsbad. If you would like to give today, then you can give online by going to our app or our website, or you can also text eight 4321 and when you search just search word of life carl's bed Thank you once again for joining us and you're going to join our service already in progress
1: Praise God and my objective in this study that we've been on for several weeks now my objective in this study was for you to know holy spirit in a greater and deeper more intimate way. praise god and that you would want to know him praise god i you know i found that many christians well you know they're grateful jesus jesus loved us and gave his life for us on the cross. They're grateful to the Father who sent Jesus, but they really don't know much about this person called Holy Spirit. In fact, many Christians think Holy Spirit is a it. Many people think that Holy Spirit is, is tongues. Although that's involved, you know, I I certainly believe in speaking with tongues, and I do speak with tongues. Praise God. And I encourage you to speak with tongues. Praise God. The apostle Paul said, I thank God that I speak with tongues more than you all. And he said, desire prophecy and don't forbid speaking with tongues. And so, you know, but that is not that's, that's not who this person is. That's a part of what he does. Praise God. Praise God. Holy Spirit is God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You know, and, and to, to really know God, you need to know Holy Spirit. He is the one that reveals Jesus and the Father to you. He is the one Jesus said, I'm going away, and I'm going to send another comforter like myself, another one exactly like myself. And he says, I've been here walking on this earth for, for, uh, you know, three and a half years of ministry time. And and he says, I've been, you, you guys have been with me, and I've been teaching you, and now, it's time for me to go back to heaven, but I'm going to send another teacher. He says, I'm the one that's been, that's been a comforter to you. I'm the one that's been a helper to you. I'm the one that has been teaching you. I'm the one that's been guiding you. He said, but I'm going back to heaven, and I'm going to send another comforter that is exactly like me. And see, you've been with me and I've been with you, he said. But this one, he's going to come and he's going to move on the inside of you. Yeah. Praise God. And he said, It's actually better for you that I go away because if I don't go away, this comforter won't come. Praise God. You know, the fact of the matter is, I was. I was kidding Jasmine this morning I, I walked back in this room here to get batteries for my mic and as I walk back there I hear Jasmine out in the in, in the sanctuary here and uh, she said what I what I this is what I heard I knew what she was talking about but here's what I heard I heard I don't have the Holy Spirit what she was talking about was she didn't have this artwork Okay, and, and I knew that's what she was talking about, but I needed to pick on her a little bit. And so I said, uh, I walked out and I said, Jason, could you tell Jasmine how to get saved? She, and Jasmine looked at me like, what? And I said, well, I, I just heard, overheard her say she doesn't have the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, and so it was just a little, little joke of pick, picking on Jasmine a little bit. But, but here's the thing. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're not saved. I didn't say if you don't speak with tongues, you're not saved. I said if you don't have, because the Holy Spirit is an agent, the necessary agent that uh, moves on the inside of you when you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And, and you don't get saved without His involvement. Praise God. Now Jesus had to go to the cross, die on the cross for you in order for you to be saved. But but it is the Holy Spirit that is the agent that administers that to you. Praise God. Praise God. And so we're going to talk today about life in the Spirit. We've about the relationship with Holy Spirit. We've talked about the power of the Holy Spirit, about the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, we've, we've talked about uh, those things. And now we're going to talk about the life in the Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. You know, some people think that life in the Spirit means living in the twilight zone. We're not talking about living in the twilight zone. You know, when, when Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you, you don't hear, doo doo do doo doo do doo, doo, you know. <laughs> you, you know, he, 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 we're not talking about life in the twilight zone. I know people that they think the weirder you are, the more spirit-filled you are. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, they were weird without the Holy Spirit, and they're still weird with the Holy Spirit and, and but but weirdness is not an indicator of being spirit-filled praise God praise God you know uh, I know you might say I'm a little weird you're probably right but uh, but you know that's not an indicator that I'm spirit-filled praise God and, and so, um, but, but I don't want you to think that, uh, you, you know, that you start talking about the work of the Holy Spirit or the move of the Holy Spirit, and these people get this faraway, glazed look in their eye, and they say something really strange off the wall, off the cuff, you know. And uh, that's not what we're talking about. Life, the spirit filled life, it ought to be the most normal life. It ought to be absolutely normal for a believer to live the spirit filled life. Praise God. Praise God. Um, Now, we talked about the fruit last week. The fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and temperance. And it goes on and says, and against such there is no law. The fruit of the Spirit is, and then he begins to tell us what the fruit of the Spirit is. Now, fruit and gifts are different things, okay? The fruit of the Spirit shows up in your life simply because you are a spirit-filled person. In other words, you know, I I said this last week that you don't walk by your fruit tree and, and hear your fruit tree moaning and groaning trying to bear fruit. Your fruit tree bears fruit just because it is a fruit tree an apple tree bears apples just because it's an apple tree but here's the thing you say well you know I don't really have all these fruits of the Spirit showing up in my life well from the moment you take an apple seed and you plant that apple seed in the ground the, the moment that that apple seed it splits and a sprout begins to push its way up through the soil and from the moment that occurs it's an apple tree but there's no apples on it. There's no fruit on it. But the day will come if you continue to water that apple tree and, and it continues to grow and has the right environment and you don't kill the thing, you know, it eventually will bear apples and the apples become the proof that it is an apple tree. It becomes the proof that it's an apple tree as opposed to a peach tree, as opposed to a pecan tree. It becomes the proof of it. Praise God. And the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and temperance is the proof that you are a Spirit-filled person. Now, maybe you don't have all of these things showing up in your life yet. Continue to water Continue to water. Continue to sit under the teaching of the Word. Continue to to pray and fellowship with God and continue to do these things, and the fruit will automatically begin to be born in your life. It's not something you have to moan and groan to do. It's not something you have to work harder to do. See, our our solution to every problem has been this. You know, even in the church world, in Christianity, our solution to the problem is, well, you just need to try harder. You just need to work harder. No, what you need to do is you need to learn to rest. Jesus said, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. (laughs) Praise God. He said, "I'll give you rest, and as you rest in Him, His life begins to be lived through." What did Jesus say? He said, "You are the vine, I or I am the vine, you are the branches. I am the vine, you are the branches. The branches get their life from the vine, and the life of the vine begins to be produced through the branches, and out on and then on the branches comes the fruit." The fruit, actually, if you just take a branch, cut it off from the vine, it's not going to ever bear any fruit. But as long as it stays connected to the vine, then the fruit will come because it is the life of the vine that is surging through the branches to produce the fruit. It is the life of Jesus on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit On the inside of you that is causing his life in you that causes you to change praise God praise God now this life in the spirit it's a peaceful life so I don't have any peace well maybe you need to begin to feed you know when when you don't have peace in your life, that's an indication that there needs to be some more feeding from from the vine. Praise God. Praise God. Now, in, in, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18, get this. Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation or as one translation says wherein is excess do not be drunk with wine but be filled with the spirit now he's drawing a contrast here to the works of the flesh as opposed to the works of the spirit on the inside of us now it's the spirit is doing the work on the inside of us it's not us that's doing the work Now, when we're doing the works of the flesh, that's that's us doing the work. That's that's our effort, our self-effort. He said, but be filled with the Spirit. Praise God. And then he says, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Now, if I'm speaking, if we're speaking to one another In Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord. What does that sound like? That sounds like the fruit of the Spirit is love, speaking to one another. Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing making melody in your heart to the Lord. Love, joy, right? Does that sound like joy to you? Peace, sounds like peace to me. Praise God. And so when we are filled with the Spirit, then there begins to be this produce that comes out of us. Praise God. Praise God. You know what? If you are being led by the Spirit, you'll be a whole lot easier to get along with. I didn't say if you say your Spirit. There are a lot of people that say they're spirit-filled that are the hardest people in the world to get along with. And I'm saying if you're truly being led by the Spirit, you'll be a lot easier to get along with. You, you'll, you, know, you can't be selfish and be spirit-led. Praise God. You, you, it can't, it's not all about you when you're spirit-led when you're spirit-filled, because there is something that bubbles over from way down on the inside of you. It's not because you make a decision and you try harder to do it, but it's because you are spirit-filled. Now, he draws a contrast here. Don't be drunk with wine. how do you get drunk with wine? You drink it. You drink it. Well, What are we doing when we are Spirit-filled? We are drinking in of the Spirit of God. Praise God. Praise God. So, you know, next time you come to church, somebody says, well, what do you all do at your church? Oh, we do a lot of drinking. (laughs) You might have to explain, you know. But... We drink in of the Spirit of God. Now, don't just do it when you come to church. You know, you ought to be a -a (laughs) spiritaholic. Drinking in of the Spirit continuously. Praise God. Praise God. Now, it's a powerful life. When you are filled with the Spirit, there... Power that is produced in your life. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, what is this power? that is being produced in you. What what is this power that is is coming because you are living a Spirit-filled life? This is power to be a witness or to back up the claims that you make about Jesus. Power to be a witness or to be witnesses is power to back up your claims about jesus so this is uh, you know I, i am convinced that this is one thing that's been lacking in many people's testimony is the power to back up what they're saying about jesus praise god well jesus loves you so prove it well how do you prove it Here's, here's the power. This is where signs and wonders come in. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, it, the, the Lord really began to speak to me along these lines about the, the power to be a witness. And I was preaching in the Philippines, and I was preaching to a, a uh, um, we called it a day in the word seminar. And, and as I was preaching this, you know, I, I told the people as I began that day, I said, okay, we're we're going to preach the the Word of God, but then we're going to demonstrate. And, you know, and and people might say, well, how can you say that? What if he doesn't? He will. You know, I don't have to worry about that. He'll he'll take care of that. That's his business. And the Bible says that when the, the apostles went out they preached everywhere, and it says, The Lord worked with them, confirming the word with signs following. And so I told him, I said, We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to preach the good news about Jesus, and then Jesus is going to show up, or Holy Spirit is going to show up and prove it. Praise God. I said, He's going to prove He's a healer today. And He did. Hallelujah. He's going to prove that, that, you know, this is what we're talking about. It's the power to back up the claims we make about Jesus. Jesus, you know, the, the Bible says that he went to the cross, and there he took stripes upon his back by which you are healed. Praise God. He is Jesus the healer. So if I say he's Jesus the healer, then I want to have the power to prove he's Jesus the healer. Praise God. You see, when you're making empty claims with no power to back it up, you see, this is what Holy Spirit does. Now, why did Jesus heal? The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, Acts 10.38, and with power who went about doing good. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him praise God so Jesus didn't heal apart from the Holy Spirit nor do nor do we heal apart from Holy Spirit he is the one that empowers us just like he empowered Jesus to heal Praise God. Jesus didn't heal because he was the Son of God. Jesus healed because he, the Bible said it, we just just quoted it, Acts 10.38. God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing for or because God was with him. Praise God. And so this is the power to back up. This is the Spirit-filled life. Now, here's what we have done. In church circles, we have spent, you know, and the Lord really began some time back to deal with me very strongly about this, that when we come to church, we have spent way too much time teaching people how to act in church instead of teaching people how to act out there outside the church you see you spend you know if you come every single Sunday you're spending two two and a half hours or if you come on Sunday and Wednesday night you're spending three three and a half hours a week in church how many hours a week do you spend out there you spend a lot more time out there, but yet we teach people how to act in church this is how we do it. if you want to if you want to be healed we got to have the right music we got to have the right atmosphere we got to have all the people standing and, and closing their eyes and stretching their hands forward and you know and agreeing in faith and there's nothing wrong with that but I'm saying that there's times out there that you need the healing anointing of God to flow through you and there's nobody to agree with you. There are times out there that you need the anointing of God flowing through you. That there is no worship music going on. There is no circle of people that are coming together in prayer and agreeing together. But Holy Spirit is in you. Jesus didn't have any problem getting the, the getting miracles by the side of the sea Jesus didn't have any problem getting miracles you know when he encountered a a lame man or when he encountered a leper or when he was walking through the city or when he was sitting up on the side of the mountain and they brought to him all the sick Jesus didn't have any problem getting miracles to manifest because he lived a spirit-filled life praise God And these things flowed from him because of the Spirit. We've been trying to get good enough for the Spirit to flow through us. But let me tell you this, you're not going to get good enough because it's not about you. So it doesn't matter how good you get. If If you're performing absolutely perfectly, you know you are living every day doing exactly what you ought to be doing. You've got a you you've got your rigid schedule where you get up a great while before day, you know, and and you go to a private place to pray and there you spend time with the Lord every day and you you know and you open your your Bible and you read your Bible through not once but twice every year and you you know and you go to church every time the doors are open and you never say an unkind word to anyone and you, you, know, you love your neighbor and you get along with your wife and your kids and you, you know, and, and you do all of these things exactly right, if you're looking to all of your goodness to produce something in you, it won't. Praise God. Because it's not about who you are, it's about who is in you. Praise God praise God you know they say well it's not about what you know it's about who you know well it's about you know there's a there's a great deal of truth in that it's not about what you know but I'm gonna say it a little bit different it's not about what you do it's about who's in you praise God it's about who's in you and you learn to rely on who's in you that's what the spirit-filled life is all about praise God you know anybody ever met a sick person outside of church you know yeah. it's okay to answer yeah you know we all have in fact I've met a whole lot more sick people outside of church than I have met in church the fact is when people are sick they usually don't come to church well pastor we're gonna miss this morning because I'm sick you know and, you know, and I'm not making fun of that or, or anything, but here's the thing that, that I want you to understand. Most of the sick people are not here today. So if most of the sick people are somewhere else today, then the power of God needs to be flowing in us more out there than it does in here, Right? Praise God. I said it this way one time. I said that, that miracles are more needed over the back fence than they are on the front row. Praise God. Miracles are more needed across your back fence or to the person next to you at work or to the person that you meet in the grocery store line or the, you know, the person that, that uh, is uh, at the softball field. Miracles are more needed in these places than they are in here. Why? Because the people that are in here, for the most part, now now sometimes we, we have unbelievers that do come occasionally. But most of the people that come to church come because they're already believers. Most of the people that come to church are somewhat reasonably healthy you know they they may have some things wrong with them and Jesus does show up and heal those things in church but most of the sick people you know are out there most of the people with messed up lives are out there praise God most of the people that need to encounter a spirit-filled person are out there not here praise God they need to encounter you, and we need to learn what it means to live the Spirit-filled life. Now, the Spirit-filled life means, is, is a life. Let me just, I, I was thinking about this this morning. Um, it, life doesn't have to be a game of pin the tail on the donkey. Anybody ever play pin the tail on the donkey? Or at least you know what I'm talking about. You know, And that's where they blindfold you and give you a, a, a tail, and you're supposed to go and find the place to, you know, without the ability of seeing it, and just guess and pin the tail on the donkey. And many people live their life like a game of pin the tail on the donkey. They just hope they get in the right spot, the right place at the right time, They hope they do the right thing, and they're they're trying to, but they really don't. You see, Jesus said, if you walk in the light, you will not stumble. Praise God. If you walk in the light, you will not stumble. Praise God. Life is not a a game of pin the tail on the donkey. You have a light on the inside of you known as Holy Spirit who is giving guidance to your life and you don't have to be bumping around hoping you find the right thing. Praise God. Praise God. Now this spirit-filled life is a purposeful life. And you see, there, there is a person living on the inside of you who knows your life. Now, I didn't intend to go here this morning, but I'm going to shift gears just a little bit because we're talking about the Spirit-filled life today. And this is going to seem like it's a little off, but it really has everything to do with what we're talking about today. And, you know, I turned on the television this week, and I watched as, you know, the, the most disgusting display of self-centeredness and hatred and bitterness and anger going on in the halls of our United States Senate. Now, you see, you and I, as believers, we have. Uh, no, let me let me re- start that over again. You and I, as Americans, have the right. To vote. We have but but many Christians are saying, well, you know, how can you even know who to vote for when you hear stuff like that, when you hear what's going on? You got two sides here and they're bickering with one another, and they're fighting with one another. How do you know? This is where the spirit-filled life comes in. The spirit will speak to you. You know, I don't stand up here. It's not my practice to stand on this on this. Platform and tell you who to vote for That's not what I do. I Tell you how to know who to vote for That that that's my message today. This is why I posted on my Facebook. I said, please call your United States senators Today and tell them how you want them to vote. I didn't tell you what to tell them except what you how you want them to vote Why? Because I'm not your guide. Holy Spirit is. Praise God. Holy Spirit is your guide. The Word of God is your guide. Hallelujah. And so, if you haven't done so, it's not too late. Call your senators this week. Tell them how you want them to vote on, uh, you know, Whatever you feel, the, you believe that the Spirit of God is leading you on the inside that, that needs to be done, tell your senator. That's part of the process. Don't just gripe because of what they did or didn't do. Tell them what you want them to do. Praise God. Praise. Now, you might be disappointed. I did call one of our senators and uh they, their staffer that answered the phone essentially told me it didn't matter what I thought. I mean, you know, not, not in those words, but that's essentially what they said. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, um, we have the Spirit to guide us on the inside. And last night, I sat down, and I was watching some things on, on YouTube And the Spirit of God began to speak to me and he gave me a prophetic word for you today and I wrote it down as he gave it to me and I'm going to share this with you I've been saying for a couple of years now God is healing our land Christians have been praying 2nd Chronicles 7 14 you know if my people who are called by name my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven I will forgive their sins and heal their land we have been praying oh God heal our land heal our land heal our land and a couple of years ago the Spirit of God spoke to me and he said when are you gonna start believing I am healing your land and so From that perspective I come to this today and I've been saying that that you know for a couple of years God is healing our land and it doesn't matter what I'm seeing on TV because I I want to just go ahead with this today God says I will show up in places you didn't think I would ever go for the natural eye will not see me I will set ambushes against those who have aligned themselves against my people, says the Lord. Just as I did in the days of King Jehoshaphat, how the alliance of of invading armies began to destroy one another, for their fury will be turned back upon their own heads. For I have emboldened the enemies of righteousness to come out of hiding and expose themselves for what they are. Watch and see, says the Lord, for I am the master surgeon, and I am doing my work with precision. I will remove what must be removed in order for healing to take place. You will see that I have heard and responded to your prayers for your nation, just as I said I would. Now, I got this mental picture, you know, of a surgeon, when he goes to do surgery, he's got to cut you open in order to get out what doesn't belong there. And this is what I'm telling you as, as, as a prophetic word this morning, don't be dismayed at what you're seeing going on in our land. Don't be dismayed. In fact, you know, I am watching, the, I, I just described it a few minutes ago, this despicable thing that's going on, on, on and being broadcast on television, and I'm rejoicing on the inside. And I'm thinking, I shouldn't be rejoicing at this. But I'm rejoicing because I know surgery's going on. I'm rejoicing because I know that God is in the process of removing what needs to be removed. And before it can be removed, you got to know it's there. This is why before you have surgery, you'll go in for tests so they can see what's in there. They can see what they need to go in and remove and take out. And this is exactly what God is doing in our nation today. He is exposing and bringing to light all the things that need to be removed. Now, we are so impatient sometimes. However, the fruit of the Spirit is what? Long-suffering or patience. Praise God. So let the fruit of long suffering manifest in your life and and rejoice at what you're seeing not because you like what's going on but because it is exposing what's got to come out. Praise God. Praise God. And because now we know what we're dealing with. Spirit of God spoke to me before the last presidential election. He began to say that, that uh, you know, God was going to expose some things yes. that, uh, he said, we were going to see corruption that we didn't know was there. I've been saying that, I said that a couple of years ago. God is going to expose corruption that we didn't know was there. And then some that we thought were corrupt are going to prove that they weren't. So there's going to be both sides of that some things that we thought was the problem it's not the problem and then other things that we didn't know they were hidden we didn't know they were the problem and yet God is going to expose them so that they can be removed God is healing our land praise God and I'm going to begin to to, to speak beginning next week on the subject of prayer and there's gonna be a strong emphasis in that of praying for our nation praying for our, our our government praying for our leaders praying for those who are in authority praise God and and so don't miss the month of October as we talk about prayer you know sometimes we we fail to realize how important prayer is but I am convinced that we are seeing what we're seeing because we've been praying. Now, some of you have it. If that doesn't bear with, if you haven't been praying, well, it's time to start. Okay? You need to, you need to get on, on, on track with us and, and pray for your nation. Praise God. Praise God. But, you know, it's a purposeful life. When you go to the polls, and I trust that you will in November, that you'll go to the polls and you'll vote. How are you going to know who to vote for? If there's corruption in places you didn't know it, you know, and there's and, and, and some things that you thought were corrupt or not, how, so how are you going to know you got the Spirit on the inside of you? The Spirit-filled person is not playing pin the tail on the donkey. The Spirit-filled person is being led by the Spirit. In fact, in Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse number 11, he says, But the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh for if you live according to the flesh you will die but if you by the Spirit put to death the deeds of the body you will live for as many as are led by the Spirit of God these are the sons of God praise God for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. See, the Apostle Paul told us, wrote to the Ephesians, and he says, Don't be fools, or don't don't live like fools. He says, live circumspectly. Live being aware. That's the word circumspectly being means to be aware of what's going on around you. He says, Don't be like fools, but be wise. Know what's going on around you. How are you going to know what's going on around you? Because you are spirit filled. Praise God. And he will show you things to come. And he will show you the things you need to know. He'll show you where to pin that tail. In other words, show you where. Let me just say it this way. No, I better not. No, I better not say what I was going to say. I, I better not say that. No. But, uh, praise God because it could be taken wrong. But, uh, anyway, you have the spirit. You have the light (coughs) on the inside of you. Praise God. So quit walking in despair and start walking with boldness and confidence, living your life purposeful, living your life Powerfully, live Everywhere you go that the life of Jesus is flowing out of you. Why? Because he is the vine, you are the branches, and therefore you bear the fruit of the Spirit in your life. You can walk on purpose. You can live on purpose. You don't have to be blundering around in the dark hoping you find the right thing. Praise God. Praise God. And if you have never received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you see, even though you may not have known it, the Spirit drew you here today. Praise God. If you're watching online, the Spirit of God drew you to tune in to this broadcast Praise God. And I'm going to tell you how to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And the moment you do, Holy Spirit will move on the inside of you. Praise God. Praise God. He will begin to manifest in your life. See, that seed that's being planted today will split open and a sprout will begin to come forth. Praise God. In your life, and it will begin to grow up, and soon there will be fruit that will start to be produced in your life that will be the proof that you are filled with the Spirit. It will be proof of who you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you've never received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior today, right now, I want everyone in this room and everyone who's watching online to just pray this with me. Say, God in heaven, I thank you that you sent Jesus to die on a cross for me, to pay for my sins. In full, all of the debt has been paid today I choose Jesus I put my trust in what he did that it was enough for me for all time Jesus I choose you I believe that you rose from from the dead that you went back to heaven and you sent Holy Spirit in your place to move on the inside of me, to guide me through this life. Right now, I receive what you have done. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my life. Thank you for paying for my sins. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Father. Amen.
0: Well, thank you once again for joining us today online. We want to connect with you, and we can do so one of three ways. You can email us church at wolcarlsbad.com. You can connect with us via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash W-O-L, Carlsbad, or you can click contact us via our app or our website we would love to hear from you and we want you to know that God is madly in love with you thanks for joining us